This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.07 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and it's time for Popit Popit Parliament where we bring you highlights from the Day One Rakyat. So, the first question of the day came from Hulu Langat MP Mohamed Sani Hamzan who asked whether the ministry would introduce a law for mandatory salary deductions for adult children who send their parents to nursing homes. Now, as a quick refresher... This issue was brought up last year following reports of senior, citizen, senior citizens being abandoned in hospitals from 2018 to 2022. So, the Deputy Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, Ayman Athira Aljundi, agreed that this was a good suggestion and specifically for adult children who do have the means but had chosen to send their parents to nursing homes. She said that various initiatives have been implemented including institutions like Rumah Sri Kenangan and Rumah Isan for families who can't afford to pay for care services. Kementerian Pembangunan Wanita Keluarga dan Masyarakat menyambut baik cadangan untuk memperkenalkan undang-undang yang mewajibkan potongan gaji anak-anak yang menghantar ibu bapa mereka ke pusat jagaan ataupun rumah jagaan sekiranya anak-anak itu berkemampuan tetapi tidak melaksanakan tanggungjawab. Namun bagi yang tidak berkemampuan, KPWKM telah melaksanakan pelbagai inisiatif secara menyeluruh bagi memelihara kebajikan warga emas yang ada di dalam negara ini. KPWKM melalui Jabatan Kebajikan Masyarakat JKM mewujudkan perkhidmatan institusi rumah Seri Kenangan ataupun RSK dan juga rumah Ehsan khusus bagi warga emas yang memerlukan. Rumah Seri Kenangan ditubuhkan untuk memberi jagaan dan perlindungan kepada warga emas yang baif demi menjaga kesejahteraan dan kehidupan hidup hidup mereka yang lebih berkualiti. Manakala rumah Ehsan pula ditubuhkan untuk memberi jagaan, rawatan dan perlindungan kepada warga emas yang uzur, daif dan juga tidak mempunyai waris agar dapat terus hidup dalam suasana yang selesa dan tenteram. Semua institusi ini dibiayai penuh oleh kerajaan tanpa mengenakan sebarang bayaran kepada para penghuni yang tinggal di situ. She went on to say that the government was in the process of drafting a Senior Citizens Act that would protect and empower senior citizens and that they would also look into implementing provisions against adult children who don't take responsibility in taking care of their parents. Here she is explaining in more detail about what the act would cover. KPWKM telah menjalankan satu kajian kandungan, pendekatan dan skop bagi perwujudan satu akta khusus berkaitan dengan warga emas di Malaysia. Dan penggubalan akta warga emas ini dilihat sebagai satu langkah positif yang bersifat holistik untuk melindungi warga emas di Malaysia. Dan antara kandungan akta tersebut adalah pertamanya melindungi kebajikan warga emas, kedua melindungi hak asasi warga emas, ketiga memperkasakan warga emas, keempat memperkasakan ahli-ahli keluarga dan juga komuniti, dan yang kelima mewujudkan sistem sokongan yang kuat untuk warga emas dan yang keenam adalah bagi mewujudkan sistem sokongan yang kuat untuk para penjaga. Usaha pewujudan satu akta warga emas ini merupakan salah satu langkah kementerian dalam menangani isu penuaan ataupun negara tua pada masa tahun dijangka 2030 dengan pendekatan yang dapat mengharmonikan semua pihak dan sebagai persediaan negara ke arah mencapai status negara tua khususnya pada tahun 2030. Dan Tuan Yang Dipertua, rang undang-undang warga emas disasarkan untuk bacaan kali pertama di Dewan Rakyat insyaAllah pada tahun 2024 tahun hadapan. Subungan itu, KPWKM akan meneliti kesesuaian undang-undang terhadap anak-anak yang tidak bertanggungjawab kepada ibu bapa dalam akta tersebut 
bagi memastikan kesedaran masyarakat umum tentang kepentingan menjaga warga emas uh, akan terus meningkat. InsyaAllah sekian. Terima kasih. That was the Deputy Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, Aiman Athira Al-Jundi. And um, this is actually something that we're thinking about covering in more detail tomorrow. But let us know, what do you make of this suggestion to introduce salary deductions for people who send their parents to nursing homes, as well as potential legislation against people who do not pick up the responsibility to take care of their parents? Uh, you can call 7733-2900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Now on to a brief discussion about the abrupt collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank or SVB. This follows a bank run that saw many customers withdrawing their funds which then led to it running out of cash. Bachok MP Mohamed Shahid Che Sulaiman wanted to know what the Ministry, Bank Negara Malaysia and the Securities Commission will do to mitigate the impact of SVB's collapse. So the Deputy Finance Minister, Stephen Sim, assured that Malaysian banks have limited and minimal exposure to the current financial crisis in the US. Here's a clip of him explaining this. Seperti yang telah dinyatakan oleh Yang Ali Yang Berhormat, sebenarnya masalah apa tu? SVB ataupun Silicon Valley Bank, Bank Silicon Valley ini berdasarkan penilaian oleh pihak berkuasa di Malaysia, pendedahan institusi perbankan kepada krisis di Amerika Syarikat ini adalah minima dan terhad. Sistem perbankan di Malaysia kekar berdaya saing, berdaya tahan dan terus melaksanakan peranan sebagai perantara kewangan dengan efektif. Dari segi peraturan permodalan dan juga dari segi peraturan mudah tunai, kita mempunyai peraturan yang agak ketat dan ujian tekanan secara berkala turut dilaksanakan ke atas sistem perbankan Malaysia untuk memastikan bahawa sistem kita mempunyai kesiapsiagaan berdepan dengan segala tekanan di pasaran. The Bachok MP also wanted to know if the collapse of SVB would have any impact on the OPR, the ringgit and our inflation rate. Here's Stephen's answer. Uh, sebenarnya jawatan kuasa uh, monetary ataupun dasar monetary uh, MNC, uh, Monetary Policy Committee, MPC, bertanggungjawab sepenuhnya secara autonomi untuk uh, menguruskan dasar monetary negara kita uh, bebas daripada campur tangan ke, uh, Kementerian Kewangan. Dalam aspek ini, sebarang keputusan oleh MPC ini adalah berdasarkan kepada kestabilan harga di Malaysia dan juga pertumbuhan ekonomi yang mampan, dua mandate yang diberikan. Ini bermakna pertimbangan bukan saja diberikan kepada keputusan oleh Federal Reserve tetapi lebih kepada penilaian terhadap kesan kepada ekonomi domestik kita di negara kita. Sekian, terima kasih. That was Deputy Finance Minister Stephen Sim. Up next, a discussion on one of the more overlooked industries in the country, bamboo. Sepute MP Theresa Kok wanted to know what the ministry plans on doing to develop our bamboo industry. So the Deputy Minister of Plantation and Commodities, Datuk Siti Amina Aching, explained that the export rates of bamboo from our country you know, have been low if we compare it to others. She also said the ministry had outlined five strategies to expand the bamboo industry. She explains what those are in the clip you're about to hear. Dan Kementerian melalui Lembaga Perindustrian Kayu Malaysia atau MTIB telah melancarkan pelan tindakan pembangunan industri buluh Malaysia bagi tahun 2021 sehingga 2030 yang memberi tumpuan 
kepada lima strategi yaitu pertama pengukuhan dasar dan peluasan sumber, yang kedua meningkatkan modal insan dan kepakaran serta kapasiti, dan yang ketiga pengukuhan inovasi teknologi dan R&D-NC. Yang keempat pemakasaan rantaian dan jaminan kualiti, dan yang kelima adalah pengukuhan strategi pemasaran dan juga perkongsian pintar. That was Deputy Minister of Plantation and Commodities, Datuk Siti Amina Aceng. She later also explained that plans were underway to build a lab in Lahat Datu to cultivate bamboo seeds and further push our bamboo industry. Um, we're curious, do you use any bamboo products in your daily life? And what else do you think the government could do to encourage the growth haha, of our bamboo industry? We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You can call 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Moving on, Bandar Tun Razak MP, Datuk Sri Dr. Wan Aziza Wan Ismail, wanted to know what measures were being put in place to ensure students with special needs and disabilities are receiving quality education. Deputy Minister of Education Lim Hui Ying explained that the ministry had implemented a comprehensive program through three schooling options. KPM menyediakan program komprehensif bagi memenuhi keperluan MBPK iaitu murid berkeperluan pendidikan khas menerusi tiga pilihan persekolahan iaitu sekolah pendidikan khas SPK, program pendidikan khas integrasi PPKI atau program pendidikan inklusif PPI. SPK merupakan sekolah khusus yang menyediakan pendidikan khas bagi murid berkeperluan pendidikan khas pada semua peringkat persekolahan manakala PPKI adalah program pendidikan bagi MBPK yang hanya dihadiri oleh MBPK di kelas khas di sekolah KPM. PPI pula adalah program bagi MBPK yang dihadiri oleh MBPK bersama-sama dengan murid lain dalam kelas yang sama di sekolah KPM. Wan Aziza then asked about what's being done to kickstart digital learning systems for students with special needs, especially in rural areas. She also wanted to know the effectiveness of these initiatives in preparing these students to be independent once they're done with school. So the Deputy Minister explained that her ministry was only in charge of the education of special needs children and that they would only monitor these students after they graduate with the help of the Ministry of Women, Family and Community Development. And when it comes to digital learning systems, she said that the ministry had provided Provided OKU-friendly digital learning materials to these students. Untuk maklumat ahli yang berhormat, KPM juga telah menghasilkan bahan pembelajaran digital yang mesra OKU mengikut kategori ketidakupayaan uh, murid. Dari segi satu lagi uh, soalan yang uh, dua lagi ya soalan yang, yang berhormat tentang uh, masa depan bagaimana mereka berdikari. Uh, di sini kami uh, memang uh, kita hanya mem, mem, menyediakan pembelajaran dari segi uh, ini tapi yang dari segi pekerjaan berdikari yang masa depan yang itu kita hanya akan memantau dan kita akan bekerjasama dengan uh, Kementerian uh, Masyarakat dan Wanita. That was Deputy Minister of Education Lim Hui Ying continuing a theme that's run through Parliament in the sitting. Um, students with special needs, students living with disabilities. What else would you like to see being done to provide better education quality for students who do have special needs? 
If you'd like to weigh in, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. And that is it. Uh, those are the highlights from today's Parliament session. Let's recap some of the topics that we covered. So the issue of adult children abandoning their elderly parents and suggestions to implement a mandatory salary reduction for those who send their parents to nursing homes. Also, the Silicon Valley bank collapse and the financial impact it might have, um, or not, according to Stephen Sim on Malaysia. Plans to develop our bamboo industry and education for special needs students. Again, those numbers, if you want to weigh in, you can call 7733-2900, send a voice note to 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Just briefly on the subject of of elderly parents, uh, Cheryl says, so... The government also needs to have incentives and tax exemptions in place as well. Don't just put extra and unnecessary penalties, which, you know, who knows how it's going to be implemented as well. So the the Act is going to be tabled quite a bit f- later. Um, it's 2024, so next year, I think they're looking at. So right now they're in the, the research and, you know, thinking stage of how this is going to, to be. So hopefully, Cheryl... When it's stable, they will have a lot more firm pl- firm elements in mind. But I see where you're coming from as well in terms of incentives and tax exemptions, right? That it shouldn't just be a one-way street, all stick, no carrot. Uh, again, if you'd like to weigh in, double seven double double seven double three two nine hundred zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine to WhatsApp or voice note and tweet us at the FMA. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.